How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Whoa, whoa, Yeah. Sometimes we laugh and sometimes we cry, but I guess you know now. Guess some people here on the Smile Center Hotline. Baby. Now back to the Gabe Coon Show, live from the Service Master by Cornerstone Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. Baby. We took a trip, now we on your block and it's like a ghost town. Baby. Where did he be at when they said it? On the line now is host of BetMGM Tonight and Odyssey Sports Betting Insider Ryan Horvat. He is on X at Ryan Horvat. Just the one T. I always tell you that. Insider calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. Also, be sure to listen to the BetMGM Tonight podcast for more of Ryan's analysis. Ryan, how, how's it going? I know you're dealing with some weather like we're dealing with some weather. We're uh, less equipped, though, than you are in D.C. Yeah, you know, and usually, and I have to apologize right off that here, man, because usually the professional that I am, I like to do this interview here, our weekly hit, which I love doing uh, either in my office or at home, you know, um, in the comforts of my own home. But today I'm unfortunately in my Jeep because I, so I'm from Chicago and then I spent time in Milwaukee when I covered the Bucks. So we're used to the snow, man. Like we prepare for the snow 48 hours before the snow comes. And I've driven in 11 inches of snow, a foot of snow. Right. You know, I sound like my grandfather. Jeez, when I was your age, I was walking uphill both ways. Yeah, exactly. But here, uh, since I moved to the East Coast in Washington D.C., which I didn't realize, they're not used to this. And it makes sense though, because the last time it snowed was two years ago, the first year that I actually lived here. And uh, so we got hit for the first time in two years, and nobody knows what to do. Um, got a flat tire, unfortunately, going to work on Monday night. So I actually missed both playoff games. I had to go back mm. and watch the L-22 yesterday. Uh, didn't really miss a whole lot. Wish I hadn't went back and even watched the tape, to be quite honest with you. Those games bored the hell out of me. But, uh, yeah, so just like you guys dealing with some weather, just like you guys here, um, we were not prepared. And, and the worst part about it, man, looks like we're getting hit uh, again tomorrow with some snow. So I'm hoping that I can work from home, damn it. Yeah, yeah. Well, how, mu- how much do y'all have, curiously? So, I live in Maryland. I commute to D.C. Uh, we got four inches, actually, okay. which I think we were only projected like an inch and a half, two inches. And then I think they're calling for another two tomorrow. And I, I don't really trust it. We could get four. We could get no snow. That's what I'm hoping. Uh, but, it, you know, like at the same time, I'm kind of hoping for the weather because I bet the under in that uh, Baltimore-Houston game, and if we don't get the weather that I'm expecting, the wind, then that total might go over in the first half. Yeah. Now, I, I have to start with uh, a, a coaching search that is not going to be underway. Let's start with the uh, the Cowboys. 
retaining Mike McCarthy. He's won 36 games the last three years. Were you surprised that they retained him um, considering uh, that, that sort of embarrassing loss at home to, uh, to your team, the Packers? Yeah, man, especially with the guys that are available right now. You know, I mean, maybe not the young guys like Ben Johnson, but definitely, I mean, you have Bill Belichick, you have Jim Harbaugh available, and I just, you know, Mike McCarthy, I can tell you this as a Green Bay Packer fan, he's uh, he's not it. And I love the guy, I really do. And at one time, he was a really good offensive mind. He was a really good head coach. And I'm not, maybe I am saying the game's passed them by. I mean, we blame Kellen Moore the last couple of years. Now you only have to put the blame on Mike McCarthy, and it's kind of crazy because they let Kellen Moore go because they wanted to run the football more, and there they were, 30th in rushing efficiency. And that's why I like Green Bay to cover the spread. I didn't know that they were going to win the game outright. I definitely didn't know that they were going to win in that fashion. So I'm surprised. You know, I figured he would be back if they didn't reach the Super Bowl, if they took care of business at home, maybe lost in the NFC Championship game to San Francisco, who I think is clearly the best team in the NFC. But, yeah, I'm kind of surprised, man. Losing to Green Bay, the youngest team or fourth youngest team, whatever, in NFL history to make the playoffs. Jordan Love making his first road start on the road. And, yeah, they laid a big egg. I mean, the defense. And Dan Quinn, I don't think he should get any looks either. That defense. That was a miserable – that was the worst game I've ever seen him call, Ryan. That was – I mean, his his run defense, he didn't bring any pressure – um, his run defenses when when the Packers got into those big sets and they were uh, in a in a run set, he didn't do anything to offset that. Like it was it was really bad watching Dan Quinn call that game. And, and the biggest miss the second half of the season was that the Dallas Cowboys had a good defense because I think they allowed like forty six percent of runs and forty four percent of passes to grade successful against them, which I know is a nerd stat, but pretty much like the pass defense wasn't any good, man. The run defense wasn't any good. And the only reason that we thought that they were good was because they were number one in pass rush win rate. You know, that's what Dan Quinn likes to do. He likes to blitz the quarterback. And they were able to get natural pressure because they have good pass rushers. Problem in that matchup against Green Bay, as crazy as it sounds, other than San Francisco, that was the worst matchup. They probably would have beat Philadelphia, beat Tampa Bay. But Green Bay had the second-best pass-blocking unit in the National Football League. People didn't realize that because it was a makeshift line without David Bakhtiari. But they were great in pass pro this season. And, uh... I don't think that's going to help him against San Francisco, but I do think uh, it helped him against Dallas, obviously. I, I'm shocked that McCarthy's back, to be honest with you. Now, for me, I don't know. I'm zagging when everybody's zigging on this one because I think Mike McCarthy, uh, I, I don't I don't blame them for bringing him back for another year. And, and, and some people will say, okay, well, Vrabel's out there, Bill Belichick's out there. I think those two coaches yeah. in particular, they need a lot of control. Uh, of of personnel and everything else, Mike Vrabel. The reason he's not with the Titans right now is he didn't like Rand Carthon, a rookie GM, um, having the personnel decisions over him. He he wants to be able to blame himself if the personnel goes wrong. So I I thought that that would have been an interesting thing with Stephen Jones and Jerry Jones. Same thing with Bill Belichick. Um, and also like Mike McCarthy. I don't think he's a great coach, but I think he's a good coach. He did better with that offense this year. He has Dak playing at an All Pro level. I know that they they crashed out in the playoffs. Uh, and that that went bad in itself. But at the same time, I just don't know that a coach is the only issue with the Cowboys right now. I think it has to do with the culture, and that starts at the top with Jerry Jones. He wants to be bigger than the coach that he brings in. He wants to be the center of attention. That's why he doesn't have Bill Parcells there anymore. That's why he's brought in a bunch of yes-men. Wade Phillips, Jason Garrett, Mike McCarthy – 
these are the type of coaches that I think he'll hire still going into the future until he's done owning that franchise, till he passes away, whatever it may be. But I, I just don't know if even if they moved off of him, he would make a meaningful hire like the, the Vrabel or the Bill Belichick hire that people are sort of pointing to. Yeah, honestly, I couldn't. I mean, I couldn't have said it any better myself. Like those are all great points. And the only thing I would add is, you know, what might help Mike McCarthy is, yeah, like you said, man, he's he's still a good coach and he's a good guy. And I think at the end of the day, that's kind of what helps him out, right? Like he probably had, uh, you know, like the vote of confidence from everybody in that locker room because Dak said it right after the game at the podium. Dak's like, I mean, other than saying I suck today, he said, <laughs> if Mike McCarthy's on the hot seat, I should be on the hot seat too. You know, we're a team that we – that's our first loss at home. They were 8-0 at home all season. So, you know, it's one bad game, but unfortunately it was a bad game in the worst spot. And it's three straight years of, of playoff disappointment. But I completely agree. And that's the problem in Dallas is, you know, Jerry Jones, he wants full control, but it's probably time that he goes away. You know, and right. I mean, he can still have – he could still be at the games. He could still be in that press box. It's great TV when they're losing. I find it hilarious. I love the memes. But, you know, I mean, maybe you need a Mike Vrabel or a Bill Belichick. But I, Mike Vrabel's the better option. Because of course. Bill Belichick, the problem with him, like Jerry Jones, right? He needs full control. And, you know, are we sure that he should have full control? You know, like look at the last decade plus, you know, Bill since Brady left him and Jerry Jones since Troy Emmett and, and Michael Irvin and Dion have been gone. Yeah. Now I will say this, the Mike McCarthy uh, news where news drop where it says he's being retained, that takes a lot of the shine or at least the, the, the attention away from the Eagles. The Eagles are in a terrible spot, aren't they? I, I, I would not, yeah. I do not, uh, I do not envy their situation at this current current moment Nick Sirianni uh there was questions about him losing the locker room it doesn't seem like he's lost it as much as we thought originally but they lost six of their last seven Jalen Hurts is playing bad ball that defense is miserable um they have a bunch of free agents they're aging Fletcher Cox Brandon Graham Lane Johnson Jason Kelsey's retiring I, I that that Eagles situation right there in the NFC East with the Cowboys seems worse yeah I mean it's like that's a team where an organization that should go out and hire Mike Vrabel if they could, because, and it's, and, and you could say, okay, Nick Sirianni just coached in the Super Bowl, but look at the two years, the three years that he's been there. Okay. The Super Bowl run, and we'll get to that in a second, but the two wild card losses. And the reason I think that they made the Super Bowl run is because of Shane Steichen and because of Jonathan Gannon. Yep. And I know Jonathan Gannon didn't do a whole lot year one, but look what he was dealing with in Arizona. I think he could turn that thing around and Shane Steichen I mean, he proved at least one thing. He's a great offensive mind. They were doing it with Anthony Richardson, and they did it with they did it with Gardner Minshew. Should have been a playoff team. So, I think you know that's the problem with Sirianni is he's kind of got that to cling on to. Hey, I mean, I just this team we were ten and one, man. You know what I mean? We had some injuries, and last year we were in a Super Bowl. But man, I mean, I just I don't know how good he is. I didn't really understand the hire only because. It's not that you have to call plays, right? But the three years that he was the offensive coordinator in Indianapolis, he wasn't the play caller. Then he gets this gig. And I don't know. He's just kind of a goof, man. Like yelling yep. at the fans. I, I didn't love the look after the Buffalo game because, okay, you're 10 and one. You avenge, you know, you know, or the Kansas City game. I'm sorry. Uh, not Buffalo. But you avenge the Super Bowl loss. But I don't know. He's like yelling at the fans and, yeah. and jumping around. 
that that's all fun and games. That's like all fun and good. I should say, like when you know you're you're making Super Bowl runs. Well, well also when like bounced in the first round at Tampa Bay, it's a bad luck. Yeah, but, when 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 Jalen Hurts is having to calm down his head coach from talking trash, I just don't know if that's uh that's the type of coach I'd want in my locker room personally. Right. But it, when it, you're going out there and yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, no, I was just going to say, when you give a bigger role to Matt Patricia, I think that says it all right. Oh, yo, oh my gosh. Yeah, there's no and, – and also, uh, the funniest thing about the Matt Patricia uh, moving him uh, to the defensive play caller over Sean Desai in the, in the middle of the season when they were struggling, when they had lost two games in a row, Darius Slay played on that defense. Do you remember? I mean, I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't forget what, what happened with uh, Detroit when Matt Patricia was the head coach. Darius Slay came out actively and said, I hated playing for Matt Patricia. Yet Nick Sirianni still made the decision to let Matt Patricia run an, a run a defense that had Darius Slay on it as one of the main playmakers. That's nuts. Yeah, yeah. It's just a weird – I mean, it's like it's the locker room stuff, the A.J. Brown stuff, but also just like on the field it was a completely different team. The, the defense was bad. Uh, the pass defense, the secondary was terrible. And you lost some guys. Like, you lost D.J. Gardner-Johnson, which was a pretty big right. loss we found out. I still like the defensive line. But offensively, it was like a completely different offense. Like, last year, everything was up-tempo with, Shiken, uh, with Shane Steichen calling plays. This year, they were snapping the ball with, like, one second left on the play clock. I mean, look at the, look at the playoff loss, man. Jalen only ran the ball one time for five yards. Uh, they even had the uh, brotherly shove stuff. Yeah. So... It was a weird ending to the season, and uh, I think that they should make a coaching change. And I usually don't call for guys to lose their job, but it's just like Mike McCarthy and Nick Sirianni are two guys that it's like it's really hard to defend right now. Yeah, and then also uh, the OC that oversaw the the falling off of that offense, Brian Johnson. This is a completely different discussion, but he's had three head coaching interviews. Rooney Rule in full effect right now. Um, that's all I'll say on that. Now moving on, um, how did you yeah. uh, how did you fare the wild card weekend? Because it was it was kind of wild. I mean, we had a bunch of underdogs cover and uh, a couple of underdogs with outright wins. Yeah, I think I went six and two. I want to say it was actually a nice little weekend, man. I had Green Bay. I didn't have the money line, unfortunately. I thought about it, but I just took the points when it was at eight, and again at seven and a half. Um, I had the Texans, so that worked out great. Unfortunately, I had the Dolphins, which was a big, big, big mistake. Luckily, I did have the under in the game. Um, and then I split. I, I liked the Bills, and, and I ended up liking the over in that game once the game got moved and the weather wasn't going to be as bad. But unfortunately, man, like I knew the Eagles were the, were, were the wrong side. You know, I, I knew it. But the problem was I just couldn't do it with Todd Bowles and a beat-up Baker Mayfield, but I should have. Uh, I, I should have. So those are my only losses. I uh, wish if I could do it all over again. The only one I would have changed. I probably would have still bet the Dolphins at four and a half, even though Tua was a disaster in that game. But I probably would have uh, changed my Eagles pick because that team, we just got done talking about it, man. What a disaster. Yeah, but it was the Buccaneers. Somebody had to win the NFC yeah. South. They won it, and you didn't think yeah. they were that good. But Baker, Baker Mayfield did his, did his thing and lit them up. And then that defense did the rest. Um, now let's get to a divisional weekend. Um, Saturday we have two one seeds, the one seeds playing their uh, playoff debut, 49ers and, and the Ravens. Um, Texans playing the Ravens, Packers visiting the 49ers. Do you think either of these teams have a chance to upset the one seeds in each, in each respective conference? Do you think they'll make it a game? I don't. I, if I had to pick a team that could, I would actually probably say Houston. Um, but it's a tough case to make just because right now the weather here 
Um, so like this- Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast stadium's like 25 minutes from my house i guess about a half hour from my house but like we're projected to get some pretty strong wins um which is why i played the under in this game now if that weather holds up i'm gonna come back and probably have to play the over in this game but cj stroud was excellent in his first playoff game um, but now he's got to go on the road and he's got to do it against the Ravens. It's going to be a weather game. And that and the Ravens defense this year has been historically good, you know, top five, good. Um, and they can get after the quarterback. So CJ Stroud is great when he plays against cover three or zone defense. And I know he just torched the Browns, but if you look at the Browns, they were a weird team all season where their home road splits, they were a much better defense at home than they were on the road. But, man, they played the highest rate of man coverage, and C.J. Stroud was able to torch them. Usually he struggles against man. I just think against the Ravens' defense and, and Mike McDonald as the uh, defensive coordinator, they're going to probably throw some different things at him. And I don't think he's going to be able to torch that secondary. We saw this matchup week one, and I know this is a completely different Texans team, but they were only able to score nine points. Again, that was C.J. Stroud's first game. But, uh, man, if they can hit some explosive plays, if they can get after Lamar Jackson, force some turnovers – they could be live in this game, uh, but I would probably stick with the uh, Ravens picking. Uh, if, I, if, if I'm picking the game, you know, who wins the game, I'd probably go Baltimore. Green Bay, I'm a Packer fan. I just think this is a terrible matchup. Yep. I think they're going to be a really trendy pick. 
because of how they're playing right now on the offensive side of the ball. Jordan Love's been excellent, only one turnover the second half of the season. You saw what he did against the Cowboys. But I like that matchup against Dallas, man, because Green Bay's offensive line's really strong. Problem here, though, going against San Francisco, is they're going to be able to get natural pressure with Nick Bosa and with Chase Young on the other side. Uh, yeah, I do worry a little bit about the Niners' secondary, though, so maybe Green Bay can hit some explosives. But I just think Joe Barry is going to get absolutely schooled by uh, Kyle Shanahan in this game. I think this is the biggest coaching mismatch maybe of the season. I know Joe Barry's looked all right the last couple weeks, but this is going to be a bad matchup. Green Bay really struggles to defend the middle of the field, which is why I love Travis uh, Travis Kelsey, which is why I love George Kittle over 51.5 receiving yards and over 3.5 receptions in this game. I like Debo Props, too. And Green Bay also struggles to defend the run, so I think this is going to be a huge Christian McCaffrey game. So I like San Francisco quite a bit and the over of the game. And I want to give the Packers credit um, for winning that game, 48-32, handling business. But without yeah. those turnovers, that I mean, I, that this goes without saying. I'm not uh, going out on a limb saying this, but without those Dak turnovers, it's a completely different game. Dak still threw for 403 yards and three TDs. <laughs> Right? Like, in the end yeah, of the day, yeah. the Joe Barry defense and the pass defense definitely did not really – it didn't step up in a, in a massive way. They were just timely. They were just timely in that game against yeah. the Cowboys. Yeah, man. And, and, and like, in, that, game is a, that game is a great example. I mean, like, if Dallas had any sort of run game, which they didn't all season, you know, they probably would have fared a little bit better. But Tony Pollard, I mean, they're rushing offense. That was like 30th in the league. Now you're going against Christian McCaffrey and the 49ers and Trent Williams. And then you have Brock Purdy, you know, playing at a pretty elite level, obviously, unless he's going against the Ravens. And, again, like Green Bay, Jake Ferguson had double-digit receptions and three touchdowns last week. So now you're going against George Kittle. The only thing that scares me when I play the Kittle props He's such a good run and pass blocker that sometimes they just treat him as a, as a tackle. You know what yep. I mean? Because that offensive line isn't great outside of Trent Williams. They, you know, it's just Kyle Shanahan's such a great play caller. Um, but, yeah, I think this is a terrible matchup for Green Bay, and I think the Niners are the best team in the league. Yeah, and the Niners, I mean, with, with the, the wild card weekend, you have the Cowboys out and the Eagles out. There was a time during the regular season where I said that I think the, the champion of the uh, NFL, the Super Bowl winners coming out of the NFC – um, 49ers are really the last hope there. 49ers seems like their road is incredibly easy to make it to the Super Bowl and win the NFC, right? I think at most places, most books, I see the number around minus 180, which is nuts heading into divisional weekend. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're the heavy chalk, and it makes sense because they're going to be such big favorites. And that's why minus 180 is a pretty good price, to be honest, right now uh, to, to win the NFC because you already have them favored uh, over Green Bay this weekend. They're probably going to close as double-digit favorites. And then next week, they'll probably be double-digit favorites depending on the matchup. And I don't think either team really matches up all that well. I'd say Detroit matches up much better. Um, but we'll see if they're able to take care of business against uh, Tampa this weekend. Yep. Now, Chiefs-Bills, let's ho- uh, holler at me about it. Sunday, 530. Um, this is uh, the, the the third matchup in the playoffs between Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. First time Patrick Mahomes has been on the road in the divisional round in the playoffs. Who do, who do you who do you favor at this point? Looks like the Bills are three point favorites at home, but we know that Patrick Mahomes, when it comes to playing the Bills, and I know it's different circumstances. We have to bring in nuance. He's had better wide receivers in the past that can catch the freaking ball. He didn't have Kadarius Tony and MVS just dropping everything thrown to them. Um, but he has lit up the Bills in the past. Um, how do you see this game going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like that's the thing is that. 
been all over. We've been talking about this for like the last month and a half. We've been all over the Bills. I played all the Bills features. I have an exact matchup from the first month of the season. San Francisco to play Buffalo in the Super Bowl. It was a free bet from BetMGM, and it was 25 bucks. It wins me $900. So if I get that exact Super Bowl matchup, right. I might have to go to the game because I'm already going up there that week for Ve- uh, to Vegas for the show. So, you know, but I just – I'm getting three points with Patrick Mahomes as an underdog. And like you said, man, I know in the past he's had much better wide receiver play. But last year they didn't have Tyreek. They had Juju Smith-Schuster and pretty much the same same dudes. I know they led the league in drops, but in the playoffs it's Patrick Mahomes. I think he's going to use his legs more, which is why I like him over 29.5 rushing yards. Also like Josh Allen over 49.5 rushing yards. I think both of these guys are going to have to use their legs in this game. Uh especially if it's a cold weather game. I like the under a lot. I bet that immediately. But anytime Mahomes is a three-point dog, I had to hedge a little bit in middle, and I had to take the Chiefs. Like, I won't be shocked if they go on a run and win it all again. And then Travis Kelsey retires and just calls it quits. Just because that defense is still damn good. You know, Spags is still really good. Let's see. They blitz at the seventh highest rate. Let's see if Josh Allen's able to pick it apart and finally get the job done. It's kind of like in the NBA where I have to, like, see it first. Even with the Nuggets right. last year, you know, I had to I had to see it to believe it, and that's kind of where I'm at with the Bills because my entire life, God bless them, I want them to win a Super Bowl. I think that's a great fan base, but they've always choked in the big moment since I've since I've been around. So I have to take the points here with Andy Reid, Mahomes, and the Chiefs. And the Bills, listen, I want to buy into them. Like making up that two game, they were what two games back or three games back in the NFC or the AFC East. And they ended up rattling all five straight wins and getting to the two seed. Like, I want to believe in them, but I have seen them play week by week this year. And they're a different team every week. You just don't know who's actually going to show up, which Josh Allen's going to show up, what defense is going to show up, if Sean McDermott's going to have some nasty play calling in big moments. Like, that team is just so hard to get a hold on. Right, dude. And, like, that's the thing. Like, I think a lot of people just think of the Bills, you know, as the Bills team that lost in the – you know, in in the divisional round or the championship game to the Chiefs, you know, in the overtime game, which is funny that we're getting this rematch again because I would love to see overtime since we changed the damn overtime rule because finally, and, and thank God uh, for this matchup, though, because, because of the, what happened, Josh Allen not getting the ball back. But the Bills, man, and here's the other thing. They've been in survival mode, playoff mode, which could be a good thing or it could be a bad thing. Everything's been like an elimination game. Every week's been an elimination game for like the last five weeks of the season. They've kind of been playing for their lives. Now, I know that changed a little bit week 18 because they had great luck, and it just turned out that that game against the Dolphins was for the division. But, um, yeah, man, that could either be a good thing. You know, we saw this with, like, Green Bay, the one year that they won it with Aaron Rodgers. They had to win every game week 14 on. But we've also seen it where, like, after a while, these teams are just beat up. And the Chiefs, it's crazy because now the Chiefs are kind of playing with house money because if they lose, we're not going to call them choke artists. They're probably It will probably be beneficial because they'll go out and get T. Higgins or, or get a real wide receiver to help out Mahomes the next couple of years. Yeah. Now, last thing for Ryan Horvat on X at Ryan Horvat just one T. Um, he's Odyssey Sports betting insider and also host of BetMGM Tonight, that podcast. Um, I know you've gone over a few of your favorite bets. You said George Kittle over receiving yards. You like uh, both the quarterbacks, Chiefs and Bills, Patrick Mahomes, and Josh Allen to go over rushing yards. What else do you have as far as your best bets for Divisional Weekend? Oh, yeah. So uh, I do like the under still in Baltimore and Houston, but check the weather there. Uh, I didn't do a whole lot with props. If I had to do anything, I would take Odell Beckham Jr. over 32.5 receiving yards. 
Um, I know Zay Flowers torched them week one, but I think this might be a big OBJ game. This is the healthiest he's been. I mean, like, look at the way they're pricing him. 32 and a half yards. He, he can have 33 yards on one reception against right. the secondary of, of the Texans, man. They're not great. Um, and I really, really like the, uh, like I said, the George Kittle props. I think those are money. I also like Debo. Uh, I like Christian McCaffrey's rushing yards. Problem is, those keep going up. So you yep. probably want to play those right now. And then my favorite prop of the weekend, Mike Evans, over 68 and a half receiving yards. I think it's went up a little bit. I think it might be around 70. I think he's going to absolutely torch that Detroit secondary, especially after the way that he played last week and the drops that he had. I like him to get in the end zone. And I like Tampa Bay. Uh, I like Tampa Bay. If you could get a seven, a full touchdown, I like them to keep that game close. Detroit probably wins the game. But I would make that spread four and a half. Detroit's getting a lot of love because they're at home. They looked really good last week, but they barely got past the Rams, man. So I'm going to take Tampa. And then I think the San Francisco 49ers are the best bet. And that's coming for me. I'm a Packer fan. I just think this is a terrible matchup. We saw this in the NFC Championship game, what, four years ago with Aaron Rodgers. They lost 37 to 20. They gave up 300 yards on the ground. We saw this two years ago at Lambeau Field. San Francisco didn't even score a damn offensive touchdown, but they blocked a punt and a kick, and they won the game when Green Bay was the one seed and was coming off the bye. Kyle Shanahan owns Matt LaFleur, unfortunately. They're best buds, but Shanahan's the much better coach, and he's going to own Joe Barry, I think, in this matchup. Yes, sir. Well, we'll lock some of those in, but good luck to you uh, this weekend. Appreciate you joining. We'll do it again next week. Thanks so much for having me, Gabe. Enjoy the games this weekend, man. Yes, sir. You too. That's Ryan Horvat. Um, host of BetMGM Tonight and Odyssey Sports Betting Insider. He's on X at Ryan Horvat, just the one T. Insider calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. Now it's time to go ahead and transition, and we need to hop into the blitz. And I, I'm noticing some things going on around the NFL right this second when it comes to coaching, hiring, and the Rooney Rule. I, uh, I want to make notice of those when we return with the blitz right here on 92.9 FM ESPN. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. 
The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places.